Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. If you've been dealing with any type of um, loss of a loved one or anything like that, go ahead on and um, tag some family members or hopefully I can say some words of encouragement today to help you. And I think I'm not exactly sure of the title today, but let's go into prayer. I'm sure it'll come while we're talking. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for this wonderful day that you have made. I'm rejoicing and I'm glad in it. Lord, I thank you right now that you would use me for your glory. To have words that will edify, that will bring comfort to the listeners today. Welcome Holy Spirit into this broadcast today. You are the Spirit of Truth. Hallelujah. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways that there will be no hindrances to this word today. Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do. I rejoice in it in expectation of what, how you're going to use me today in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, thank you all. Um, as I said in the beginning, thank you all so much for taking the time to hit play, um, for um, looking at a YouTube or listening to me right now on the internet radio. The Speak Like Now radio show is actually playing somewhere seven days a week. And I don't take that lightly and I know that there's someone listening and then for those of you that have the podcast it's always with you and um if you have um any other devices where you can just ask for the speak like now radio show and it will play and it's just so many ways and I just want to say thank you thank you thank you well today is February the 18th and this was the day that um the memorial was held for my aunt my aunt Anita and um, I did mention a few weeks back that it was loss of a loved one. And, um, you know, each each time you lose a loved one, it could hit you differently. Um, you know, I've lost grandparents, great-grandparents, grandfathers, cousins, my dad, that, that hit different. And then my brother I talk about, um, that hit really, really different. And this time, my Aunt Anita, when I got the call... I was actually at work and I literally felt like um, like somebody, like the wind was knocked out of me, like somebody had just punched me in my chest and um, I, I don't think I've cried that hard since my brother passed away. I mean, I was at work, I was trying my best to get myself together, but I mean, I was, it was, um, an historical, like, a full-on cry. I wept and wept and wept. And then um, I ended up coming home and working from home because I just couldn't stop weeping. And some of what's going, what I want to talk about today is, like, everybody deal with grief differently. And um, how, how, I want to talk about how Ananita, how things just progress so fast and how but but she knew what was about to happen so even though we knew that she was on hospice that doesn't make a difference on how you feel and what things you might feel even though you know someone and my aunt was only 10 years older than me so she was the one of the younger um siblings of my mom 
and with me being the oldest grandchild, so it was like that closeness in age. Um, so we was only ten years apart, and um, she just did certain things leading up to um, she left on February the second. That you know, she had so many people on assignment. Uh, my assignment came in after my vacation, so it was somewhere around mid, um, maybe the 14th or the 12th of of January, and she wanted me to do certain things for her, and she um so we was talking a lot, and um she wanted some things done for her siblings, and her two sons. She wanted something done. Well, yeah, so something done for them, and. You know, it was it was needful, but everything just happened progressed so fast. So we was talking, we had started talking on the phone quite a bit, and came up with some ideas um, of what she could do for her siblings. And one of the ideas that came out was, you know, leave your voice print for them. Leave your voice print. So that's what she did. So she did a a recording to each one of her siblings and to the two sons and um those were delivered today after the memorial service i was able to text them and i thank god and i know when i came home i was like i I, you know i hope she was proud to know that it was taken care of and also she wanted them to have something of hers something else so she wanted my sister and I to come up with some ideas. My sister went on a research. She's a she can research and find some things. Anna knew Anna Nita approved everything, and Mary was so great and crafty. She used her crafts and did everything she needed to do for each one of them. Something that was special for them, and those were also delivered today. And I wanted to bring that up because. What are what are we leaving? You know what what words or what legacy or or voice print? I've talked to you guys before about um, my nana had left um letters, and so one day that to me that was a letter from heaven, and today um giving those words, giving those audios to her siblings was an audio, a voice print from heaven for them, but also doing our talks. So we was talking quite a bit, like I said, um, right after my vacation, so around about the 13th and 14th, and we was talking, and then we started the planning process. And when I was talking to her, um, that that fourth Sunday, I think it was the fourth Sunday in January, we had already did all the recordings, but we were just talking and laughing. She was very funny. And we were talking and laughing, and she said, um, she told me, she said, I wish... I wish you would have um, wrote me some letters. I wish my nieces would call me more and all these things. And she said, well, you can't write me a letter now because I'm not able to read them because at this point her sight had, had gone. It was very um, limited. And um, and I was like, oh, I missed that opportunity. That's what we're going to talk about today. I was like, did I miss, I missed that opportunity to write my own Anita letter, right? And so... After I got the phone with her that day, I was like, but she can't read it now. And the Holy Spirit said to me, write her a letter. And I was like, well, she can't even read it. And then I was thinking, well, you know, I'm going to obey God. I'm going to obey. Because somebody else could read it to her, right? So it was January the 25th when I wrote her the letter, when I penned it. 
mailed it, um, and she received the letter on Saturday, January the 29th. I think it was the 28th or the 29th, because she told me that um, my cousin, which is like a son for her, um, read the letter to her. I think he read it to her that Friday the 28th or that Saturday the 29th. We spoke about the letter on January the 30th, that Sunday, because it had snowed some, and we talked about it, and she called me. It was around about 7 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning, January the 30th, and she was like, thank you for my letter. Now, you know, I could have, I could have, um, disobeyed, right? What if I had disobeyed? She said, thank you for my letter. Thank you for, um, she said, you made me laugh. You made me remember some things that I had forgotten. She was like, thank you. Thank you. I loved my letter. She said, I loved it so much. And I was like, wow. I said, I you really liked it. She was like, girl, yeah, you had me laugh. It made me think about some things. I talked about how she was a cheerleader and she was like, I hated them shoes. Just thinking about things when she was a teenager and I used to wow, used to watch her and the things that um, stuck in my mind that, you know, she was a cheerleader, you know, and um, how she had a little, you know, varsity letter um, sweater on and those black and white um, Oxford shoes, you know, and um, her little skirt. And I was saying all this in the letter and I was saying how she was always very bold and had an um, amazing sense of humor most of the time, both at the same time, and how um, and just how much I loved her, you know. And that letter, and that was on January the 30th. That was actually the last time I spoke to her. It was January the 30th. Then on February the 2nd, that was Sunday, that was February the 2nd, I believe it was Tuesday in the a.m. early morning, like before 8.30, she passed away. But what if I hadn't written the letter? I would have had regret, right? What if I hadn't uh, made sure that we got those recordings in time and then my sister was just like, you know, getting everything. Only reason why it was a little bit of a delay was just waiting for the pro the items to come in, come in, um, be shipped to her, because we, Aunt Anita had already approved everything, and um, and the other thing was, my sister, like I said, so great in craft. She said, "Can Aunt Anita write her signature?" And so not only did they get her voice print, they also got an item from her. And they also got and some poetry that was with that my sister found, and it was signed by her. You know, she signed it, but all these things happened probably within a two week period. I need to make sure y'all understand that, because by February second she was gone, but she was doing so many different things. For so many different people, she had other people on assignment doing things for her godchildren, and and then different things that she wanted to leave with each person. So today, after the uh, memorial service at the you know graveside, um, someone came and gave me something and said that she wanted me to have this, and y'all know how I am about words. So it was like absolutely perfect for me. It has my name on it. 
And it's this. The, the Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. John six sixty three NIV. And then it was signed, In His Grip, Anita, which is on Anita. But she's had this for me. And so, you know, me being a words person and always talking about speak life, that, that the words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. That's what she sold back to me. That's what she wanted me to have. It has a little butterfly on here and a heart. And all this is just so beautiful that she had this, and she said, in his grip, Anita. She was saying, let me know that I'm with him. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm there. And I wanted to talk about this because, you know, sometimes we might think, oh, it's too late to send a letter. Or, they, you know, they, what if their eyes are failing or, or, or whatever. But just do it. Do whatever God tells you to do because we just don't know. We just don't know. My Aunt Anita loved to travel. Um, I think she oh, was 67 or gave me to turn 67. I know it's a 10 year difference. I, you know, so I'm not sure if she had already turned 67 or what. It was getting ready to turn 67 in April. But she was a traveler and she liked going places. And she just told me that Sunday, she said, I just don't want to live like this. I don't want to live in the bed and, and be in the chair the rest of my life. She said, I want to travel again. And I saw that, you know, and two, two days later, the Lord gave her tickets, golden tickets to be with him. And, and we got to, life goes on. We got to keep living. I guess this is a way for me to deal with the grief and, um, you know, um, talk it out a little bit and let y'all listen to me. And maybe something I'm saying will help you. Um, that planning she was doing and, and just making sure that everybody that's left that, that they know that she loved them for one but also to live keep living I got this right here I'm going to put this right up there with my letter from heaven from Anana this, this scripture John six sixty three. the spirit gives life the flesh counts for nothing the words I have spoken to you, they are full of the Spirit and life. And I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to hold on to what she wanted me to have. Knowing that what Jesus has said in his word is spirit and life. Knowing these things, knowing that that's the scripture that she wanted me to have. She gave scriptures out to different people for one to understand. But this is the one she wanted me to have. And everybody had a different one. For one to understand. Um, but I just want you guys to know that by 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 following being when you are led by the Holy Spirit, when you move on his instructions and move on them quickly, it's certain things that he tell me that I have to do, I have to do it. And it's like you may not know why you're doing it, but afterwards like be like, oh, that's why I had to move so fast on that. Or that's why you wanted me to definitely do that. Because you never know where a person is, what they're going through. It could be your neighbor. It could be somebody on your job. It could be somebody in the grocery store. It could be somebody at the gas station. Who knows? But if God tells you, go over to this person and say this, this, and this, 
do it. Just do it. If he tell you to reach out, like I was talking to another one of my aunts today, and um, I know she know I love her. Um, she even reminded me that I had written her a letter before. I had totally forgot. Cause I know I like to write letters. And um, and she said, you know, I just told her. I said, you know, I I know you know I love you, but I love you. You know, I just said it to her again. I said, you you got to know that I love you. We got to tell people. Every day, every day, so that, so love every day. Let people know. I mean, we don't have a problem in our family saying I love you. I mean, we we say I love you every day. Um, my whole family, I love you, I love you, I love you. But what about the one that you may may not talk to that often? You have to call them and also say I love you. Don't don't wait till tomorrow. God, I, I really feel this right now. There's some people that's listening to me right now. And you know it's you because you could be like, oh, yeah, this is me. Let me go ahead and do this thing. Because God has given you some instructions, but sometimes you feel like I can get to it later or um, how they going to receive it. You, I, I just wrote the letter. And all my aunt Anita was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. She said, I loved my letter. What she wanted, I mean, like I told her in the letter, I didn't know she liked receiving letters. I didn't know it. I told her that. I said, I didn't know that. Um, and she was like, yes, I love receiving letters. And I always, and she let me know, she said, I guess always... She said she was so happy to have a tag-along niece when she was growing up. She said she was happy that she had her siblings, but she was so happy she had a niece that she could take with her. I didn't know that. I didn't know it because I didn't take the time to call as much as I should have or visit as much as I should have. It's no condemnation, but I'm just talking to you guys about hopefully something that I say um, today, this evening, will um, prick you in the heart, in your heart, in a way, and say, "Look, you know what? Let me go visit so and so, or let me go ahead and give them a call, or maybe I'll just go ahead and write them a letter, just let them know how important they have been in my life." I've got a lot of letters I need to start writing. This whole Bible right here, I've heard it said, is a love letter. Write some love letters. You know, I've talked about this today. I, before, when I talked about Nana and getting that letter from heaven, as I say, and the things that she has said and declared over us in there, and to receive these words from Ananita today. And I know I talked to... I haven't talked to all everyone that got the um, audio and the gift today. I think it's two, maybe three people I haven't talked to yet. But everybody was, first of all, very surprised. And was so thankful. Said it was very comforting to not only hear her voice, but hear the words that she chose 
for each one. So this podcast today, I'm just talking about my aunt, Aunt Anita. She was born in April of 1955, April 17, 1955, and her sunset was February 2nd, 2022, 2-2-22. So, don't wait to move on what God told you to do. Love everybody when you can. Just love them. Just love them. Like I said, everybody deal with grief differently. I deal with it by talking. Not to say that this is the best way to deal with it, but this is how I'm dealing with it. Because I was sitting here, I was like, Lord, what should I, should I talk about tonight? And I got the green light to talk about my aunt Anita. So continue to keep our family, those of you that truly know prayer, that really gonna pray for real. Not just say I'm praying. Those that really pray for real. The ones of you that have been, I feel your prayers. And I thank you. Continue to pray for my family. And I pray for yours too. Because everybody's losing, have lost a lot of people in these seasons. And it wasn't COVID that she passed away from. Um, But, um. She was truly going to be missed. She was funny. I love her boldness. You know, I got that boldness too. Some people say I'm funny sometimes. I just don't. I don't know. I just be saying what I'm saying. But she was funny and bold. And most of the time at the same time. So even though she was telling you what she had to tell you, made you laugh, but she was straight to the point. She loved deeply. I'm going to truly miss her. I'm going to miss Ananita. So if you're dealing with grief of a loss of a loved one, you know, just talk about it. You know, lean on your family. Um, If it gets to a point where it's too hard, you might need to speak to a counselor. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a bad word. Therapy is not a bad word. It's a good word. You might need that. Um, um, but make sure it's someone that's strong that you're talking to that can help you get out of it. So like, let's say I was, I had a, I heard this illustration about counseling before in empathy. We empathize. It's like a fireman. He goes into a burning building to rescue someone, right? 
but he can't get so empathetic that while in there, the burning building trying to rescue someone, his job is to go in and bring them out, not to sit in it with them because they both will burn up, right? So when you seek help, seek help from someone that's strong enough that can help you and not sit in it with you, that's not going to help you. Somebody that you can know that they're going to pull you out. The next thing, um, I want to reiterate this because I really feel this very strongly. If the Lord is telling you and directing you to do certain things, just do it. We just don't know, right? Don't think it's too late because I thought it was too late. I was, oh my gosh, Ananita now, she's on hospice, she can't see. I missed my opportunity to write her a letter. I'm going through all this deliberation. And I was going to say, write the letter. So I started writing right away. Writing right away. And by the time I got finished on that January the 25th, by the time I finished it, I, I had gotten there and wanted to put one more thing in there. And I even said to her, you know, I'm going to be a grandmother this year. And here is a picture of the ultrasound of the baby that's coming in April. And so she she got to see that ultrasound. And she just told me that she just loved the letter. She thanked me. She said, you, you know what she said? Even though, like I just said, listen to the Holy Spirit. You know what my Aunt Anita said? You listen to me. So when the Holy Spirit was telling me, write the letter, because even though we was just talking and laughing, it was a heart cry that she wanted to, she wished we had had more, more time, and she, it was a heart cry that she wished I had called more, really all of her nieces, that's what she said. She said, I just wish my nieces had called me more. Or came to see me more. And then, she, then when she talked about the letter, and, and so she was like, she said, you listen to me. So... This is not my normal podcast. I'm listening to Holy Spirit again. He told me to talk about her. So I'm gonna miss you on Anita. She's in a better place for real. And she probably don't want to see me crying. So I'm like, stop, stop. She's in a better place. And I love her and I'm gonna miss her. So, like I said, people deal with grief differently.
Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to him. Whatever direction he tells you to take, whatever he tells you to do, go ahead on and do it. Okay? As you go into this week, speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. Speak life over this nation. The key to it is you have to speak life now. Thank you all for listening today. I'm looking forward to speaking to you all again next week. Share, like, comment on the podcast. Follow the YouTube channel. Thank you all for buying, for purchasing All or Number Nothing and Grace Kids. Both are on Amazon. Thank you all so much. And you guys have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.